welcome once again, everybody, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and we here at Pangossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, as you well know, have a love for the weird, the unproduced, the underproduced, and, of course, 10-minute plays that we love to bring you every week with cold reads by our talented actors here in the area. And of course, every week we also have a special guest to join us, and our special guest this week is Lizzie Thomas. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Happy to be here. So, Liz, I see you're drinking a, a fine, distinguished beer there. Oh, yeah, it's very distinguished. Well, uh, yes. how, how is that Rolling Rock treating you? Oh, it's quite distinguished. I heard that my, some... uh, taste buds, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that somebody uh, that you admire greatly brought that for you to enjoy. Well, his fiance did, yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got that turned around on me real hard. <laughs> thank you, no, yes, and thank you, dear kind you're, sir. You're, that, that you're welcome, special guest, last time. <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you here tonight. And, uh, and, and, you know, I almost said that this was your first time on the podcast, but it's not. You were here last time, weren't yes, you? Yes, I was. Well, it's, we're great. it's great to have you back. Um, we're good. Tonight we're going to be reading a play called Make Love, Not War by Michelle Pantel. And of course there's going to be a few other players here. Actually, there's going to be four other players joining us here tonight. So to Liz's right, we have none other than Michael Westenberger. Welcome, Michael! Hi, Robert. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad to have you here. So I heard you say a moment ago that you like beer that doesn't taste like beer. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> also called wine. <laughs> Family reunions must be a lot of fun. They are a trip, yes. So uh, in addition to Michael here on my left, we have Michelle Green-Smith. <laughs> I got it. I got it in there. Didn't I? <laughs> We're glad to have you back. And Ed Whitaker over to her left. Welcome, Ed. Hey, thank you. Hey, hey. And here for the first time, baby-faced, fresh-cheeked, and <laughs> wearing a diaper. Fresh, freshly made. That's right. Kurt Smith. Welcome, Kurt. <laughs> Y'all, we have a real treat here today. Make Love, Not War has five characters in it, as you probably figured out, since there's five of you sitting here. Uh, and so this is going to be a cold read for those of you who are listening at home and have not heard this before. These, these guys have never seen this play before. They don't even know what characters they're going to be, because I'm going to assign them to them right now. So, if you would be so kind, Michelle, as to read Betty... Betty's description is that she's a girl next door, a strong sense of justice, and let's see here, uh, Ed, if you would be so kind as to read Hermes, Hermes is the messenger of the gods. He is good-humored, but a little clueless. <laughs> Liz, would you be so kind as to read Hera? Yeah. Hera is the queen of the gods, magnificent, is more worn out and resigned at the beginning of the play before she returns to her vengeful self. Uh, Kurt, would you be so kind as to read Zeus? He's a frat boy type, womanizer, and the king of the gods. <laughs> Michael, no offense. if you would be so kind as to read Ares. Ares, the god of war, after returning from anger management. <laughs> the actor playing him, who is Michael, of course, should look tough, strong, big, but speak gently and peacefully. I will read the stage directions. Ladies and gentlemen, Make Love, Not War by Michelle Pantel. 
The scene is a backyard or a park. The time is now. The setting. The setting should suggest a picnic or a barbecue. Maybe a picnic table is on the stage or something similar. It should be implied that there are a lot more people off stage. This could be done through sound effects, uh, people talking, etc. The main party is off to the side of the stage and is not seen. A note on costuming. If possible, it would be great if the deities are dressed in ancient Greek-style togas, while Betty is dressed in modern-day attire. At the rise, Hermes and, Betty's, or Hermes and Betty are at the center, standing awkwardly and holding hands. Betty is looking slightly overwhelmed. You weren't exaggerating when you said these get-togethers could be really huge. I don't think there was even a third this many people at Christmas. Yeah, I'm sorry. It can be a bit overwhelming, I know. But I haven't been to one of these in forever. I think my family would be really excited to meet you, Betty. I'm excited to meet them too, Hermes. I'm just kind of nervous. Babe, don't be nervous. They're gonna love you. And don't worry, I just have to know, I just have to, you know, pop in real quick and, and make the rounds. Mm -hmm. Say hi to everyone and then, then we can get out of here. It'll be okay. I'm sure this can't be worse than any of my family reunions. You wouldn't imagine the drama that, comes, that goes on at those. There was one Thanksgiving where everyone found out that my aunt was sleeping with her assistant and the whole thing came out over dinner. <laughs> my aunt and uncle's relationship was over before the football game started. <laughs> Hermes is unimpressed and Zeus enters. Well, well, well. It's about time you showed up, Hermes. Your cousins are all over there wondering where you are. You should go say hi. Oh, awesome. You want to come meet everyone, Betty? Oh, this is my line. <laughs> uh, why don't I just entertain this pretty lady for you now? There's a lot going on over there. We'll be okay. You go have fun. Is that all right with you, babe? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'll catch up with you when it calms down a little bit. Hermes blows her a kiss and rums off. Hey, Apollo! Artemis! <laughs> uh, family functions, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, who are you again? <laughs> Name's Zeus. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> wait, with the Zeus? As in my father-in-law? Look at you, figuring stuff out. Brains and body. Oh. <laughs> you really are the whole package, aren't you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, are you hitting on me? Hey, I'm hot, you're hot. Let's uh, get it on. You are Hermes' father, you are my husband's dad. So. We're practically blood-related. <laughs> I'm failing to see the problem here. Uh, Hera enters, noticing Zeus talking to a pretty young woman, approaches Zeus and Betty. What's going on over here? Hmm? Um, I was just meeting Zeus. Oh, uh, is that right, dear? Why don't you introduce me to your little friend? <clears throat> yeah, this, uh, is Hera. Betty. Reaches out to Hera to shake hands, and Hera doesn't know what to do with it. She isn't being rude, just confused. <laughs> I'm married to Zeus. Oh. oh, so you're Hermes' mother. No. Oh. No? <laughs> oh! Oh, is he from a former marriage? Something oh. like that. <laughs> Hermes' mother is Maya. She's over there, playing with other people's children. <laughs> the whore. Betty takes Hera aside. Zeus is preoccupied checking someone else out, adjusting his toga, etc. Um, 
I, I just thought you, I should tell you that Zeus, um, your husband, I think he was just trying to seduce me. Typical. This is a normal thing for him? Zeus has over 20 children. I have six. Does that answer your question? Wow. He certainly gets around, huh? Zeus has been eavesdropping on the conversations the last couple of lines. I once slept with my first cousin once removed. He high-fives himself. Nice! <laughs> he notices someone off stage. Hold up! Is that Phoebe? Phoebe the Fine? Oh, yes! <laughs> Zeus exits. That's your aunt, Zeus! I don't care! Yeah, he doesn't care. Betty <laughs> stares in disbelief. He's my brother, too. No, he's my brother. Oh, oh, right. Too. Yeah, yours. Uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of weird. Why don't you do that again, Hera? <laughs> so, he's my brother, too. What? Yeah, I guess it's kind of weird. Okay, that's it. That's it. This is not a healthy situation for you to be oh, in. Oh, I'm no different from the rest of the family. The rest of the family is like this, too? Oh, yeah. Almost everyone here is related to each other in at least two different ways. Ew. <laughs> Well, just because everyone else is being this way doesn't mean you have to sit around and take this kind of infidelity from your husband. I mean, come on, Hera. You are the, the queen of gods. Do something about it. Do something? Don't let Zeus get away with it. All you're doing is perpetuating the idea that men can get away with being manipulative and abusive to women. Do something, Hera. Do it for womankind. Do it for... Do it for you. For me. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. It's time I put my foot down. It's time I return to my vengeful self. Wait, 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 hang on. Zeus? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Hera the Queen has returned! <laughs> she rushes off stage. Oh, no. Hello, Betty. Oh, hey, Aries. How was your anger management retreat? We missed you at Christmas. It, uh, it went very well, thank you. I have at last found my inner peace and learned to control my rage. Mm. No thanks to this family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm beginning to understand what you mean. I'm amazed Hermes turned out so normal now that I've met his family. I'm impressed with your acceptance of situations out of your control, Betty. The mother of Hermes' child was not so fortunate. What? What? Hermes has a kid? Oh, so you have met him. What? No! Although, to be fair, he's only half goat. The other half is human. Look, he's over there giving his cousin's goat back rides. Before Betty can react to this, Hermes runs on stage, pursued by Hera. Come here, you handsome piece of meat! Hera, no! I'm married! You know that. So am I! Come on, you know it's going to happen. It's inevitable. It is not inevitable. It is most assuredly 100% evitable. <laughs> Hera stops chasing him. Is, is that a real word? It is actually. Huh. Hello, darling, my new friend, my brilliant friend. I followed your advice and it's going splendidly. You should have seen Zeus's face when I came onto this gorgeous stud. Hera, I meant to tell you, tell him you, what? Yes, okay. Hera, <laughs> I meant to tell him you want a divorce or something. Stand up for yourself, not do the same thing to Zeus that he did to you. And you. To Hermes. 
I just found out that you have a kid. I mean, I mean, I mean that you have a son that you've been hiding from me. Hermes looks guilty. I just figured this would be better than my usual death-filled jealous rampage. Well, it's not better, Hera. It's not. Hermes, your family is crazy. My family drama is nothing compared to this. You seem to be upset, Betty. Allow me to suggest a place. We are leaving, <laughs> and we are going to my family reunion next time. But your cousin's snow weird. Worse than a goat? I, I kid. I kid. Oh. <laughs> oh. Not too soon. Betty shoots him a death glare. All right. Your family next time. Betty grabs his arm and drags him off stage. Hera begins to check Ares out. So, what's your story, mister? I'm your son. <laughs> Got it. Hera exits. <laughs> and people wonder why I have an anger problem. Blackout. End of play. <laughs> <laughs> What a little gem this play is. <laughs> I love this. Oh my gosh, thank you. So, we're going to move on to the part of the, of the episode where we talk about the play for a short bit. And I want to start with Liz, Hera. Liz, let's talk about revenge. Hera, Hera is the queen of the gods, but she really is the queen of revenge. So what's going on uh, with her in this play? I mean, she she transitions from this sort of uh, this sort of almost flippant character into this, this the queen of revenge again. I'll say it again because it's all I got in my head right now. Um, so uh, talk to me about what that transition was like for you throughout the course of the play, especially was, moving towards the end. Yeah, it was. You know, it's freedom. It's it's just not care. I mean, it it. So make love not more. It's like, you know, the hippies in the 60s. I don't give a crap anymore. So uh -huh. it's beautiful. <laughs> but I'm also going to slap a few people while I don't give a crap anymore. It's she's, great. Well, yeah. she sort of goes from slapping people in the face to, to death. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's progressive. Yeah, and we're not, but then she transitions further, doesn't she, into into this wildly sexual dominant woman. Yeah. Uh, hey, so get, tell us in extreme it. detail how that makes <laughs> you feel. Like, really extreme <laughs> detail. <laughs> Uh, fabulous. I think that's it all, really. That was perfect. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you for that lengthy judged. answer, Liz. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, in this, uh, in the course of the play, we have the gods being themselves. Uh, and I think anybody who read literature while they were in school noticed that this is really strange behavior on behalf of the gods, especially if you grew up where I grew up in a Southern Baptist household where God doesn't do this sort of thing, right? And so I wonder, you know, these uh, the gods are constantly in a state of trying to one-up each other and impress each other. So, uh, Michelle, I wonder, since you were an outside view on this, what are the gods doing around you, especially Zeus? who happens to be played by your husband in this individual. <laughs> What's he doing to impress you in his frat boy manner? He's probably flexing a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like he's doing right now? Yeah, like it's <laughs> happening right now. Maybe like, like picking stuff out of his teeth from like the animal carcass he ate earlier. Make sure he still looks good. Nothing is hair like he's doing now. <laughs> 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 
For those of you who can't see this, uh, Michelle is correct. She's just watching what Kurt is doing and saying it out loud. <laughs> Kurt, anything else you wanted to uh, want to be have described at this particular venture? What for Zeus? His eyes are looking back at me, gleaming. <laughs> the corners of his mouth are turning up. I want to point out also that the, the sweat on his chest is glistening. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Calling everyone to the mother nest of the hair. I want to also point out that, that, that Zeus sounds oh, oddly Lord. like Patrick Warburton's The Tick. <laughs> yes. So I, I have, I ha you, 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 thank you, oh my dear God. person who knows me more than anyone else in this entire globe. When I read that Zeus, a frat boy type womanizer, king of the gods, 40s to 50s, I thought, well, that's Patrick Warburton, yeah, a.k.a. Yeah. The Tick. Yeah. So uh, he was my inspiration for Zeus. I'm sorry, Patrick. <laughs> can can we uh, can we talk real quick though about the fact that Ares, the god of war, has had to go to anger management class, <laughs> and with all of the shit that's going on in the world of the gods, you know, up in the pantheon here, somebody at some point said, "That's enough, Ares." So, does anybody have any thoughts about what the hell Ares did? I'll start with you, Michael. What did, what did, Ares, what did Ares do? Maybe hit on his other, you know, relatives. <laughs> and, uh, Literally. But, you know, it's only weird if the lights are on, right? So. <laughs> uh, anybody else want to cover that up? <laughs> What happens behind closed doors? I don't know. These are gods, right? We don't know what they do. Right. I think don't we, question the gods. I think we have shamed our sound tech, Lauren. <laughs> oh, she, she's shaking her head no. <laughs> so, um, anyways, so... Uh, what about... This sort of, sort of related. I'm sorry, I was looking at my, looking at my, next, my next question here. Uh, is there a line that any of these guys... Not, not Betty, of course, but uh, is there a line that any of these guys, these, these gods... Won't cross? No. No, they're gods. You don't, yeah. No. They're gods. I mean, I don't know, this is, this is a new millennia for these gods, right? It's a new yeah. millennia for everybody, right? So they're just doing what gods do, aren't they? I mean, you know, yeah. they, that's nothing out of line of them. I mean, they're being silly and they got more free reign and then, I don't know. And then Betty comes in and introduces them. I'm sure all these gods have all these, you know, people. And I think the, the weirdest one is Ares, who's going to this weird anger management thing, you know? It seems to be, the, yeah, the most sane out of everybody. Or maybe yeah. now he is, but maybe he was the one that was most, you know, he was out there the, the farthest from everybody. No, but maybe well, now he's not. Maybe friends. now he's the most insane right. because right. he's yeah. come back he's from this place and now he's in a totally different, yep. exactly. you know, he comes back to this world that that he now stands as an outlier too. Well, exactly. I mean, it's it's the gods world. It's the gods who they are in control. So, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do and, you know, like Hera, she only I think it's really her decision or at least mm -hmm. her it's her decision. You know, Betty makes a suggestion. And Hera's like, damn right. Of course I'm going to do this. I'm a fucking god. Well, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, like yeah. It's almost like Hera at the beginning of the play that we see she's kind of like, I don't know, I got the sense that maybe she's a little out of her element, you know, so she's all this stuff's going on around her. And yeah. Betty it brings Betty back to being, to get Hera to be who she was. was yeah. You know, she's been putting up with this and kind of confused about stuff, and then she finally gets back to the to the vengeance piece. Yeah, you but know, it's like everything is her. her choice. So to have Aries where it's, I, I, yeah, it's almost repressed. I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe right. it. Yeah, but it, it does feel like, you know, he is the insane one. You're right, that it's in a, in a world of chaos, to actually be sane is to be insane. I yeah. think you're right, yeah. yeah. So the, 
uh, Ares here uh, and Betty, they, they sort of throw these cloaks, Blow your mind, these, these cloaks of mortality, which are sort of the, they're not sort of, they're, they're the straight men in in this piece, this, this world of absurdity that the gods live in. And I guess it really plays well because we as mortals watching it and listening to it find it to be absurd and hilarious. Right. Um, whereas it's life, you know, if, if it were us, if, if we were Betty or if we were Aries standing in this situation, it would be appalling. Yeah. Anybody have any further thoughts on that? I think that's America. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Air wave a flag. Well, everyone, we want to thank you for joining us here on the Best of All Possible podcast tonight. Uh, we want to pay special thanks to Liz Thomas for joining us as our special guest. Thank you so much to Liz. We want to make sure that we thank uh, Michelle Pantle for Make Love, Not War. Thank you very much. And, of course, Lauren Watkins and Zodiac Productions. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you get a new play every Monday at 12.01 a.m. And we'll see you next time on the Best of All Possible Podcasts. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>